New on CuriosityStream, uncover engineering secrets from history's greatest masters. From the mysteries of the first man-made waterways to the building techniques of the early Americas, it's ancient engineering. Plus, 40 tons of trucks speeding down the interstate can be a recipe for disaster. See how today's smarter new age big rigs pave the way for safer highways on high-tech trucks. Watch now on CuriosityStream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. I hear, I I hear a brawl uh, brewing. It's 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 nonstop, and now the kids are going to be in classes until January. They're going to be they're not going back to school. Work, mark my words. I am marking them. The government's going to not let the children return to school. Won't somebody please think of the children? Somebody is thinking of the children. I don't yeah. know if it's the right somebody. So here we are, Mr. TK, another stat show. This is the December stat show on the Toronto. Ooh, well, the 2020 stat show, really, right? I mean, it's the whole year is, is kind of like looked at at the December uh, monthly report, right? Because now we know exactly what happened this year in the Toronto Real Estate Board. We know everything we do. and nothing simultaneously. And how is that even possible? If anybody could do it, it's us. It is us. Yes. Welcome, everybody, to our new studio. Smash that like button. Hit subscribe. It's going <laughs> to be a wild ride. Absolutely. If you haven't subscribed yet, you're missing out. There's a special um, type of video that you will get if you subscribe. And you won't find out until you subscribe. You won't find out anything until you subscribe. So let's go over this. Let's look at this. This is not the news show. There's lots of channels to follow if you want the news. And there's lots of people who can give you the stats if you want to look at the stats. But we got all sorts of stats for people here. So this is the summary, right? So the Toronto Real Estate Board always really, uh, Toronto Regional Real Estate Board, uh, the president always releases sort of the, the highlights. And um, they reported 95,000 home sales in 2020, the third best results on record. Holy cow, wow. third best. What I would do to be third best at anything. I think you're the third best um, I'm the screen th on this podcast. I am the third best screen on the podcast. Thank you, TK. I appreciate that. So, so this is a- 95,000. I, I find many interesting things in these numbers, but uh, the stat show is yours, sir. So I will follow your lead. What well, let's look at this. So 95,000. I know we had a hundred and plus thousand in uh, 2016. And um, I'm not sure which other year would have been a higher number, probably 2015. But anyways, doesn't matter. Um, that 95,000, that's the Toronto Real Estate Board, the MLS sales. We got a lot of background noise here today? A little bit. Oh, just by turning his head, it stops. Oh, he's on mute. Okay, so I will fill the air for a moment. Did anybody okay. get in trouble? Uh, probably not, but that's okay. Um, so we're in the studio. That was that was one of the um, interns. Yes. That was one of the interns. So ninety five thousand uh, total sales. That's just on the MLS, right? Yes. Just on the MLS, because what we've seen this year is an unprecedented number. Of assignment sales. Assignment sales. Yes, I read that wow. article too. Those assignments are are flipping back and forth. You should see. I'm in. I'm in all these assignment groups on Facebook and talking to different guys on uh, at the office. People are moving assignments right now. Not a lot of pre-construction uh, sales centers that are open. No, it, it makes sense. I mean, the people yep. that bought them four years ago are making a couple of bucks, and they're fleeing to safety while the investors who think you know the bottom is hit and we're on the way back up and it's mm -hmm. the right time to get back into this thing or snatching them up for less than they could get you know a new condo or maybe even a, a resale condo in some cases pretty cool 
Pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. So that's that's great. So that's obviously something that we take into consideration. So they just kind of gave us some highlights here. They said that the sales were up 8.4% compared to 2019. Um, this included the results uh, from the month of December. Year-over-year uh, year increase in sales in December, 64.5% higher with 7,180 sales. Wow. Busy, busy December. Crazy. Just crazy. But like, I mean, we all know that I'm selfish and I can only think about what's interesting to me. And I just keep looking at these condo stats and I'm like, holy cow. We're going to get to those. We are going to get to those. But you we're, see- gonna get, we're, we're generalizing right now because we want to just make sure everyone understands that uh, there is there is two markets, but there's lots, 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 lots going on. Long. So average sale price. New record, 929699 up by 13.5% compared to 2019. Pretty Wonderful. Cool. Average prices are up. That's what people want to hear, right? It's a good thing. If you're selling. Good. good. Average price in December, 932222 Year-over-year increase of 11.2%. The strongest average price growth was experienced for single-family homes in the suburban regions of the gta now if you were following along at home like i am i i don't see any stat that you're talking about on the screen right now am i missing something uh yes i'm actually reading the report so this Ah. this chart that we've got in front of us today is the uh provided by richard who i work with one of my colleagues he has gone over and above again this month and given us all sorts of detailed descriptions which is what we'll Uh, get into but i'm just reading the release that the toronto real estate board gave but we want our listeners to have the best information possible the most up-to-date and that's what richard's provided us uh, here on the screen thank you richard i'm just going to run down some of the numbers that they would have uh, provided us right so um i basically gave it to you already which is really important so let's let's look at what richard has found here so sales how are we doing there daryl it looks like we're doing pretty good. Okay. So year over year sales, if you look in the middle column of the percentage change, year over year, Toronto is up uh, on the detached 41%, Peel region 56 and so on. So you can see heavy increase in the number of sales. And if we go over to the condo apartment, you've got a heavy increase in the year over year number of units sold. That tells you last December was a slow December in the condo market, if that's what is actually going on. Well, and that, that's what I kept thinking was like, what was last December considered slow? Because I don't remember that. There was no, there was no inventory last December in the condo market. There was so there wasn't any sale. options for people to right. buy. They were fighting over the units. Now there was 1,551 units that transacted in December. And over Christmas, when I'm looking at all the December transactions, I'm looking in different buildings and stuff for people. And I'm like, November 24th, sorry, December 24th, 25th, 26th, like all these sales happened right around Christmas day. It, it was nuts. What a great Christmas present. It was a lot of, there was a lot of condos in people's Christmas wish lists this year. Yes. So there must they got have been. Them. I mean, what else is there to do except but, buy real estate right now? <clears throat> exactly. Let's look at the month over month though. So month over month in Toronto, we had 29% less sales compared to December, a tightening of the market right? Yes. And in uh, the condo market, we saw uh, a little bit more activity, which was good. A 12% increase in sales just means that there was an increase in demand. Okay. And some inventory to buy. Yeah, there was options for people. And so they were able to go out there. The the demand had increased from December, November to December, and that uh, there was 12% more transactions, you know, roughly 200 more people said, hey, let's go into the condo uh, condo market. My favorite um, statistic, the months of inventory. Oh, what happened? Weren't we talking in the fours before? Let's go. This is important. This is so anytime, important. Anytime we're in this months of inventory here, MOI, in the detached sections, you can see in Toronto, 1.16 month of inventory, Peel, uh, Halton, York, Durham, any anything under one is like insanity. It's like lineups of people at the door uh, when a house gets on the market. Anything even under two is really good, but anything close to one, 
between one and one and a half months of inventory, you're in a very strong seller's market. This and so Durham again. So Durham in the lead, Peel and, and Halton, you know, you list you list the the homes in those areas and they are flying off the shelves basically. York region's the slowest region. It's also because it's a little bit more money in York region, but that's that's typical. Super healthy um, though still. Still very healthy. So let's go year over year. We've seen a huge drop in the months of inventory compared to the year before. So we know that last December was just not as competitive in the freehold market. Everybody knows that. If you've got CP24, you've found that out already. And it's even improved drastically compared to November. You can see all those double digit 23, 21 to 29% less months of inventory, meaning that we're getting into an even stronger seller's market um, now going into 2021. But this is, these are, okay. I think everybody knows that. I, I don't think we just blew anybody's minds away, right? I don't know. When I saw this, I mean, I knew things were heating up, but like th this is way hotter than I thought. Okay. Well, we've been talking about it every week. The market's hot in the freehold sector. Um, pay attention, Daryl. Pay attention, all right? We're I'm, here every week. I can't even, I'm not even looking at the detached. Okay. So we're at the condo market now. Yes. Okay. This is the real good information out there that I think is really important. Toronto, where we've been struggling, right? Peel, Halton, York, Durham, they've all been pretty steady all year round. The condo markets weren't really affected there. We know why the condo markets were affected in Toronto. We won't get into that. We're down to two months of inventory. Yes. Compared to last December when the market was tight. And there was no options for anybody to buy. And everyone was buying multiple offers last December for condos. Now that's actually improved. So there's an extra 54% uh, inventory in the year, which I guess would have been a pretty hot seller's market around one and a quarter months of inventory last year, roughly. So that's that's a big improvement um, for buyers, you know, a little bit more inventory for them to see. But look at it compared to what November was. Amazing. 50% Amazing. less inventory is available. It's great. Yeah, we've improved. There's a number of reasons. Investors are back in the market. One. Young first-time buyers, people who are looking at the lower inventory stuff have no chance in the freehold market. And if they want to buy, they're, they have to buy a condo. I, I give up. I give up. I'm buying a condo. The white flag is up. Um, the confidence that people have with the vaccine coming out and everything else like that is now starting to give people reasons to, or, or, or comfort levels to go back into the condo market for that physical distancing health uh, risk uh, type of, uh, type of uh, concern. Three. The next one, Three. the fourth one is um, a lot of industry leaders have been out there, uh, you know, business tycoons, um, real estate, you know, representative and leaders have been out there saying the condo market, we've hit the bottom and it is now uh, coming back into uh, the mix where people are starting to get more confident. We're seeing, we saw it in the assignment listings over the last three months where there was this heavy interest in people looking to buy condos. So we're like, there's all these people out there looking to buy condos. Like literally thousands of people are looking to buy condos in Toronto. I, I mean that. And they just weren't buying them on the MLS. They just weren't buying the resales. So we knew eventually they couldn't find what they were looking for off market and they would be coming back to the MLS system. And we were right. And of December, course. the last two weeks of December, we saw a return to a lot of the uh, condominium markets. Now, if you're dated, if you're a large unit with big maintenance fees that uh, you know is in, in a less desirable neighborhood, there's still lots of reasons why people aren't going to be um, interested in your unit, but if you're a nice, clean unit, two bedrooms, renovated, you know, well done, good building, people, people are, people are interested. You, you could probably get that thing sold quick and, and, uh, start. So I think what, one of my advice is because what I notice in these market changes, this is when people get burned all the time. And this is what, one of the biggest things that I think is a benefit for working you know, with the company that I do is that we see so many things. We're carrying so many listings at a time. I'm dealing with so many different uh, of my colleagues where I'm hearing sort of what the market's doing every single day. It's not like I'm selling, you know, one every two weeks and I, and I find out what the market is, you know, in two week increments. I get hourly updates on what is actually going on in the market. And so when the market changes drastically, people list their condo for sale. 
for the price that people were maybe selling for last month. And then they end up selling really quickly and they think, oh, I did so well, but they actually could have gotten a lot more money. Mm-hmm. And because the market has changed their attitude, their expectations, that the knowledge and experience that their agent has wasn't quite up to speed and buyers can take advantage of that and end up getting a really sweet deal. So we're going to see a lot of condos sell really quickly because people just haven't got the message yet. Prediction. Sorry, I have uh, some screaming going on in the background here that I'm... These interns, man. These interns that we've hired, guys. We're, That's it. I'm done we're with work this on them. studio. I'm we're going to work on them. All right. So months of inventory, it's looking good in all areas. Actually, it's not looking good in the freehold area. This is a horrible market. Real estate agents don't like it. Trust me. We're out there lining up to get into houses. There's 30 offers on every property. Even when you're selling them, you look like a hero in the end, but you got to work so hard. You got to deal with so many different people in the end, just to sell one property. The sellers benefit, you get them tons of money. It's fantastic, but it is tiresome. I would prefer a more balanced market. I'd like to see two months of inventory in all categories so that we are in a much more balanced market. I think it's good for sellers. It's good for buyers. It's good for the agents. It's good for the people at the desk at the condominiums. It's good for the neighbors who have to deal with the cars lined up on the street. Anyways, we're in a tight market right now. It's just the way it is. So active listings, you can see, has dropped drastically in the detached section in all areas year over year, month over month, and in the condominium sector as well. So in, uh, sorry, year over year. (laughs) But hold on (laughs) a second. Yeah, but there's no end to this. Like there's no way that, a whole bunch of inventory is all of a sudden going to appear for uh, For, detached for detached for sure. I mean, that's the question, Daryl. Listen, even if a whole bunch of developers release all kinds of new uh, uh, phases or new developments, I mean, look what's going on. And then eventually the vaccine's going to work and we're going to open up those, those floodgates and it's going to be, it's going to be friggin' nuts. So, it's uh, here, right. though. The nutsness is here already. If nothing changes, that's, that's you know, you're absolutely right. So some of the reasons that that could change is uh, the people who are struggling, who haven't been able to figure out their financial situation, are going to be forced to list their homes, right? So those are people who are, uh, you know, they need to sell, Yeah, right? I think that uh, that will be a small segment of the market, but yeah, I mean, it will have okay. an effect maybe. Okay. Then, then you're going to have people who are still leaving the city and deciding to go up North. And just as they had been in 2020 have now finally realized that, you know, their, their work situation is not going to change and they'll be able to work from home now uh, indefinitely. And uh, they'll start putting their houses back on the market. One area that's actually, it's good news. I mean, it is what it is, but reverse mortgages are up a little bit. Or, a little bit, a little but bit. There, there's more people looking at their options to stay in their homes yeah. than ever before. Well, sure. Cause the value's gone berserk and they're only going to go crazier here. I just did a little bit of math. Okay. And I needed, of course, my phone because I can't do it in my head, okay. but let's say they do hit their 400,000 immigrant target. Okay? okay. And half of those come to Ontario. Okay. Yep. 200,000. That's 3,850 people a week coming okay. to Ontario. Where, where are they going to live? Well, mostly in rentals. Also, remember, that's, that's, that's Didn't total. We have they could have rental families crisis? of five, six, seven. They could have families of five, six, seven people all living in one house. I suppose they could, but I they mean. They can move in with family that's already here, like mo- a lot of immigrants do. Okay, so... A, let's divide it by four, which is higher than the average family size. It's still almost a thousand buying groups a week. Mm-hmm. That, that 2018, we had a third, we had, we, we had a third of the um, Canadian immigrants come to Toronto. It's going to be a boom town. I think it's 40, baby. 40 something percent come to Ontario, but not all come to Toronto. These numbers I know. look like it is a boom town. Okay. Sorry. Boom town, boom town, boom. Let's, let's look at the active town. listings quickly. So I'm just trying to dissect this because it's, it's, it's really uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of information. So the total number of condo apartment listings, active listings, has gone up significantly. Year over year. Year over year. 
because compared to last year, there was not a lot of inventory. Okay. Which is why when we look at the sales, those sales were up so, so much as well, because there really was nothing available in the condo market last year. All right. And, the, and, and yes, there's a lot of choices, but clearly there was enough demand to be able to absorb some of these active listings to still have um, 75% more sales. I think what's okay? more important is the month over month number. What's more important is that now we've had a huge shrinkage of active listings, which I would not credit to sales. Uh, yeah, that's definitely what's, what's happening. But I think that a lot of people got tired. They took their condos off the market. I saw a lot of terminations and suspensions uh, in December or um, um, no, the end of November. And so people got fed up. People took their places off the market. People um, decided to rent. Uh, you know, there's a lot of reasons, right? So we may see people decide to come back into the market in January now that some of the numbers are looking a little bit better, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, otherwise, you know, active listings in the other areas are all way up except for Durham because there's not a lot of condos in Durham. Durham is just grooving. It's crazy. Craziness. It's crazy. Durham's crazy. All right. HPI. So this is the price that the um, it, it takes into account uh, types of home and everything else and comes up with this home price index. So the benchmark price has now gone up year over year. 9.82% um, in Toronto and 21.62% in Durham. Okay. So this is now compared to the other stat that we had, which was when we looked at, um, look at these average numbers, price. average prices in Toronto had gone up 1.3 million, 1.2 and halted in halted. What the hell's going on? 11.2% the average price went up. So that just means that... How's the uh, benchmark the same in Halton as Toronto? Benchmark where? Single Condo family apartment? detached. 1.271 and 1.1. Oh. So it's like 100,000 different to live in Halton. Oakville. Uh, That's all Oakville. <laughs> all Oakville. Okay. Right? So yeah, you start getting some 3 to $12 million sales put into the mix, then that, that really helps out, right? Mm very skewed then yeah so that's uh that's fine that's that's the way it is um it's also single family detached right so i think if you added in like townhouses and all that stuff you'd start to see a little bit of more of a disparity um but condo prices as well they're actually down month over month if you look at the benchmark price 597 in toronto okay so we haven't seen the prices i think that's an important stat there ha we haven't seen the prices in the toronto condo market come back there's no evidence of that yet. Like I said, people are going to be putting their condos on the market, not knowing that there's less inventory, not knowing that there's going to be more competition out there, not knowing that um, from, from buyers, not knowing that um, you know, the, the appetite of the buyers has changed and they will undersell their condos in January 2021, unfortunately. Okay, This happened in um, May 2020. So we were coming out of the pandemic. I'm seeing all these amazing sales start to happen the last week of May. I saw a guy list a property that was, you know, consistent with the sales in April, which is a, a dead month. Everything was closed down. And so uh, I was able to jump on a deal there. And I saw a few other deals the last week of May because nobody knew that, um, that the market had returned and that there was a significant demand for, for properties. So that's, um, now that's the, is that's the, the stats, time. my friend. Now is the time to buy something because, I mean, not that there's anything going on in the world right now that's important and that should be mentioned, mm -hmm. but like I'm pretty sure people will move here from there. Um, it's a little scary in 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 the Orient at the moment. Okay, I think we may like break the four hundred thousand uh, person barrier what do you think They'll about just that? climbing over the borders compared to what's going on in the states yeah they're gonna try and get in here desperately desperately beautiful this is amazing well mr tk 
I, w- I look forward to Sunday. I look forward to doing another show in the newsroom, in the studio, live. Live from the studio. In North York, Ontario. I want everybody to uh, follow us on Instagram at Toronto Real Estate Show without a W. S-H-O. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Parlor. Yeah, we have no followers. We need more followers. We have a we few subscribers. Have a few. More we subscribers. Have... That yep. that's what we need, Mr. Beautiful. DK. And we'll announce our hundredth subscriber on the Sunday uh, show coming up. On the Sunday show, and then we have guests lined up every other week into February right now, Mr. TK. High demand, right? We're turning away guests right now. We got so many guys trying to get on the into the into the chairs, right into the hot seats. Sorry, can't book you till February. Sorry, yep, can't in February book you right till now. March. Yep, this we are. is we're booking in March right now. Off. We got one more spot in Feb, but it will you be full. We don't. We're booking in March. I'm working on it. Okay. And I still can't get Condo Wong. Okay. We got to rally the troops. All right, Mister. Thank you for uh, your time as always. We'll and see you Sunday. See you on Sunday. Appreciate it. Thank you.
new on CuriosityStream. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Kim Kardashian. Tycoons are in many ways the lifeblood of society. They are willing to put everything out there. They're willing to lose everything. See how the super elite use their money and power to shape our lives on Tycoons. Plus, from Japan's unbreakable super code to the algorithm mining your Bitcoin, we're breaking down the world's most famous encryptions on cracking the code. Watch now on CuriosityStream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.